And joining me on the phone is a good friend of the program, Sam Toya. Sam is the president and CEO of the Illinois Restaurant Association. And Sam, I have to compliment you. You might be one of the most viewed and listened to uh, people uh, around over the last couple of weeks in response to uh, the Reopen Illinois plans announced by the governor and Mayor Lightfoot. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me. Thanks. I, I always enjoy being on your show. Uh, I wish it was in better times, but uh, here we are. You know, we never saw this pandemic coming, but we're here. Well, and and you know, you know how much I love food and the restaurant industry and the great thing, uh, Chicago's magnificent restaurants, and just uh, you know what, I'm just so afraid of what it's going to look like on the other side. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've been hearing a lot. So just to give, let me give you a little, little feedback here. So sure. in the month, so, so far, 8 million employees in the restaurant industry have been laid off uh, throughout the country. Two out of three people in our industry have lost their jobs. We have lost $80 billion in April alone in sales, and we're probably going to lose probably close to $100 billion in sales uh, for the month of May. And then 50% of the restaurants right now are not even open. The other 50% that are open, Rick, are doing curbside pickup, delivery, carryout, drive-through, but they're down anywhere from 70 to 80% in sales. Yeah, that's what I was hearing was like that 80% figure as as, you know, as restaurateurs have scrambled to try to adjust to delivery and curbside, you know, for for many of them things that that weren't even you know, weren't even offered before when they were they were open full time. I, I I know that the industry has been looking for some relief from Washington uh, as a distressed industry. Uh, where does where does that stand? That, that's a good question. So obviously, in the CARES Act phase four, that's coming up. We saw the two point two trillion dollar uh, bill passed you know over a month ago now, but they're going to look at doing phase four. In phase four, what we're asking for is a restaurant uh, relief uh, like they did for the airlines. We think a, a bucket of money, like $240 billion, should be put on the side just for the restaurant industry like they did for the airlines, like they have done in the past for the banks, like they've done in the past for the auto industry. Because restaurants are the soul of every neighborhood here in the city of Chicago, but it's also the soul of every neighborhood, every big city small city, middle-sized city, small town. It is just the soul of every community. And that's that's the ask. What is the response back for that ask? Well, you know, because they're working on the uh, phase four right now, uh, you know, we've had a lot of conversations with uh, Senator Durbin, Congressman Quigley, Congressman Chuy Garcia. So there's a lot of conversations going on. We're having conversations through the National Restaurant Association with uh, Senator Marco Rubio because it's under his it's under his uh, committee. We talked with uh, people on Senator Maddie Velasquez out of New York, out of her committee in the House. So there is definitely you know, and obviously they just passed it, you know that uh, you know three trillion dollar uh, four trillion dollar bill out of the. Um, out of the house i don't know where that's going to go in the senate but what we're specifically asking for is when they're working on the cares act on this phase four there should be 240 billion dollars just for restaurant relief like they've done for the airlines the auto industry and the banks in the past well and this is uh, an attempt at, at small business relief 
That is true. But we're saying there should be money just for restaurants. Yes, it should be for all retail and restaurants. Absolutely. But specifically at an X amount of dollars, Rick, should be put on the side just for restaurants. Right. But 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 I mean, you know, lost in this is that, you know, restaurants, the vast majority of them are small businesses. And that's absolutely right. I mean, here in the state of Illinois, let's let let me remind your listeners, we are the largest private sector employer in the state of Illinois, the restaurant food service industry. At the beginning of the year, there was five hundred and ninety four thousand people working in the industry. As of a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, three hundred and twenty one thousand of them were on unemployment or furloughed, and I'm sure the number's up closer to 400,000 uh, when we get the new figures out this week on unemployment. So it's just devastating, but the restaurant industry, again, is the largest sector, largest, uh, you know, sector employer here in the state of Illinois, and the second largest uh, private sector employer throughout the country. Were a lot of your members able to access that payroll protection program? Well, you know, so there was, you know, there was a 3.0, then there was 3.5. Right. So currently the PP program, uh, you know, uh, simply doesn't work for restaurants because it was set up where you did two and a half times your payroll and you, you know, and that's the money you got. And eight weeks, you were supposed to, you know, for eight weeks and you're supposed to, 75% goes for labor, 25% goes for rent and or utilities. But you're supposed to spend all that money by June 30th. When we put the original PPP program together, if you remember correctly, the president was saying we would have the economy open by Easter. We thought here in Illinois, okay, it should be open by the beginning of May. If that was the case, the PPP program would have worked. But now there's a possibility we won't even be in opening restaurants to sometime in June, maybe end of June. And you've got to have all the money spent by June 30th. So what do you, you, know, what do, you do? You bring everyone back. 75%'s got to go for labor, 25% goes for rent or utilities. What do you do then? Let them go and they go on unemployment again. So we're asking for some fix in the PPP program, like possibly having it extended to the end of the year that you can spend the uh, funds and also expanding instead of 75% labor, 25% for rent and utilities, maybe do 50% for labor. 50% for rent and utilities. As you know, here in the city of Chicago, rent's a very big part of the economics of restaurants or economic, uh, you know, goes towards paying the rent when they, you know, when they take in their uh, funds. So that's why we're saying 50-50. 50% labor costs, 50% for rent and or mortgages and utilities. We're speaking with Sam Toya. He is the president and CEO of the Illinois Restaurant Association about the uh, damaging effects that the coronavirus and the economy and executive orders have taken on the restaurant industry. I'm Rick Pearson. This is the Sunday Spin. Welcome back to your Sunday Spin. I'm Rick Pearson of the Chicago Tribune. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. Uh, joining me in this segment is Sam Toya, President and CEO of the Illinois Restaurant Association. Uh, Sam, we've got a question from our good friend Ron. Ron, as always, welcome to the Sunday Spin. Yeah, thank you, Rick. I mean, yeah, Rick, Sam, a quick question. Now, one of the things that the Republicans have said before they you know, pass the bill, they want to look at how the first, how effective the first bill was with the stimulus. And, and my question is, because the restaurants have been closed, 
we, we, I don't know how we can really make an assessment how effective the stimulus has 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 been because it's been closed. And, and and then my second question is, well, can you answer to me? Have the um that that first stimulus provided some kind of relief? You know, to 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 small restaurants. So those those kind of my two questions. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ron. Okay. So, Ron, uh, let me just explain. The PPP loan was, you know, was a loan that turns into a grant. And you, you, the, the way they figured it out was two and a half times what your uh, payroll was for two and a half months. And you had eight weeks to use that money for 75% for labor costs and then 25% for rent and or utilities. So when we did this, when it was passed, again, as I said a little bit earlier, we thought that possibly the economy would be open by Easter and or by May 1st. So that's why it's not working. What I'm saying on the Restaurant Recovery Fund is money would go to the restaurants to help them reopen. Because 75% of the first PPP program was to go for labor costs, which any good restaurateur they care about their team members, and they all they cared about was making sure their team members were getting paid. Because you go into restaurants for the food, but you come back for the service. So you've got to keep your good team members. That's what it's all about. Team members are like family to restaurateurs. But you still have all the other bills to pay. And that's why I'm saying let's put $240 billion into a restaurant recovery fund that the restaurant industry throughout the country can pull off of to pay all their other bills. I, you, and you, again, you touched on this point right before we went to break. Was looking for flexibility in in that PPP because, as as you point out, twenty five percent of it is was supposed to be dedicated for rent, and I think they're you're looking for some flexibility there because obviously with the the price of rent, even in these times. That's exactly right, Rick. That's why we're trying to get some rule changes. And we're working with Treasury and the SBA, and a lot of restaurants haven't even started pulling down on their loan that turns into a grant until they get the rule changes. Because the original rules is you had to spend it within eight weeks, and you had to spend it by June 30th. Once again, restaurants might not even be open by June 30th. So why are you going to pull this money down, bring people back? and then put them back on unemployment, and you had no business. So that's why I keep saying, and we're working with Congressman Quigley and Congressman Garcia and Senator Durbin on a restaurant recovery fund specifically for restaurants throughout the country. That's on top of the PPP rule changes. That you're exactly for. right. Exactly right, Rick. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of moving parts here, is, I guess, what, what what's going on. Um, you, Definitely. You uh, had written a letter earlier this month to the governor uh, about the, the provisions in the Restore Illinois plan about restaurants that would apparently – stop any dine-in service at, at until the end of June. Um, has there been any further communication with the governor's office on this? And I'm, I'm kind of curious, and also I want you to kind of update us, too, on where things stand as far as uh, Mayor Lightfoot's reopening plan in the city of Chicago and restaurants as well. All right. So, obviously, in the governor's um, Restore Illinois plan, you know, he but it was about you know a couple about a, maybe about ten days ago he rolled this out, and in it restaurants would not basically be able to open to 
June 26th, and he broke it down into four different sections throughout the, throughout the state, right? Southern Illinois, Central Illinois, North Central Illinois, and Northeastern Illinois. And then he had a 28-day period to move between phases. All right, so if we and then obviously June 26, we would open with limited seating. A lot of limited seating, you know, usually is around 25%. Then if we're looking at that, we would wait another 28 days, which would then be around July 24th, maybe to go to 50%. Again, restaurant economic models were never, basically no business, to go 14 to 16 weeks with no sales or only 20 to 30% of the sales you were doing the previous year. Again, we have, uh, I've had conversations with the governor's people as yesterday, last night, and again today, and I know there's going to be some more conversations uh, tomorrow as well. Now, all restaurateurs about the health and safety of their team members and their customer, number one, number one, safety and health, team members and customers. So we always want to hear what the scientists and doctors have to say. So we know that the, you know, COVID-19, you know, we're flattening the curve and hopefully it keeps flattening. And I think that the governor is, you know, all about communication. So we're communicating to see if, you know, the COVID-19 cases do go down. We see our neighboring states open, Indiana, uh, Missouri, Iowa, Wisconsin just open. You know, we still have another two weeks left here in May. Let's see if those state, uh, states that reopen, if the COVID-19 spikes back up. If it doesn't, let's see, possibly we could think about opening up a little bit earlier here in the state of Illinois. Again, we want to watch these numbers, hear what the scientists and doctors have to say, but also keep in mind that the restaurant industry out here is hemorrhaging right now. Sam, how do you see the restaurants open, reopening here in Illinois? I mean, are people going to be wearing, are servers going to be wearing personal protective equipment? Uh, sure. I, I mean, obviously, we, we, you know, again, we're very progressive when it comes here to the state of Illinois. We always have, like everyone that works in the restaurant industry has to go online and take a food handler course. Uh, there's a manager that's certified in food handling at all times in restaurants. So we've always been progressive. And if you, re- and I'm sure you notice, Rick, you eat out a lot. We are a heavily regulated and frequently inspected by public health officials on a regular basis. Again, we have great uh, Department of Public Health here in the city of Chicago. We have a great Department of Illinois Department of Public Health as well. So we're highly regulated. With that said, we know we're going into America 2.0. So, we're, again, we understand that face covering, social distancing, which is number one. That's what the scientists and doctors will tell you. Hand sanitizer. So we think we're working on right now. We, we, we met with some of the mayor's people. And, again, I told you we've had conversations with governor's people uh, yesterday, today, and we'll get on Monday. And we want to show that we're going to put out a safety protocol out there so all businesses are safe. That's what we want to make sure, because the safety and health of our customers and team members is always number one, just like the governor and the mayor always say as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you are a heavily regulated industry when it comes to health standards, but now it's going to be kind of even more hyper-regulated, I would think, just because of the sensitivities involved. Yes. That is true, and we understand that. Restaurateurs understand that. We're entering America 2.0, and again, Illinois always leads the country when it comes to um, training of, you know, restaurant 
people that work in restaurants with food handler and stuff. So the National Restaurant Association, Save is working on new programming and new education uh, programs to educate our workers here. As I mentioned at the beginning of the year, we were the largest private sector employer, and we intend to be the world, uh, you know, the state's uh, number one employer again. Uh, so we want to do training because we know we're regulated. We know we're going into America 2.0, and restaurateurs care about the safety and health of their customers and team members. I'm going to miss menus. I'm, going, you know, I, I mean, I think those are perhaps a thing of the past as we, you know, look for less contact, you know, and, and things that are disposable, those kinds of things. Or maybe, right. maybe, maybe we have disposable menus, and then I won't feel so guilty about when I steal one. There you go. So, yes, a lot of people talking about disposable menus. You know, maybe you can order off your iPhone. You know, you look at the menu on your iPhone because, uh, you know, you can go to the uh, when you go into your, one of your favorite restaurants here in one of our great neighborhood restaurants in the 77 neighborhoods throughout the city you can look at, you know, go to the website, order off your, you know, off your you know, smartphone in the restaurant, disposable you know, disposable menus. We're all ears. We're trying to figure this out. We're looking at what they're doing and, you know, what they're suggesting in California and New York and Massachusetts, you know, throughout, you know, throughout the uh, country with it. You know, we're, look, we're taking the best of everything. We're putting a very good safety protocol together because that's what the governor and mayor want to see. And again, we're communicating this and we will lead uh, you know, when it comes to health inspection here in the state of Illinois, when we open up America 2.0. Do you think it's likely that kind of this first reopening stage for restaurants will be the ability to use outdoors as a, a as a place to increase that social distancing? Yeah, we, ha- we have had conversations with the mayor and her team. We're looking at doing outdoor because, you know, outdoor dining, they say, obviously, you can get COVID-19 anywhere, but it's it's the odds are a little bit less when you're outside. So social distancing is the number one thing that scientists and doctors say. So we're looking at maybe closing streets, closing bus lanes, bike lanes, but we have to go a little bit deeper. We're talking here in the city of Chicago, which is called the department of transportation. Cause obviously we have the meter deal. The meters still need to, you know, be paid. We have bus lanes, we have uh, bike lanes, but there's a lot of communication going on. The mayor wants to think out of the box, and we want to help our restaurateurs get open, outdoor cafes, sidewalk cafes, but due to social distancing, six feet apart, and then use some of the streets, bike lanes, and bus lanes. What can people do now to help their local restaurant? Good question. So you can obviously call your local restaurant and go to their plate, you know, go to their website. Don't use the third-party delivery. Go right to their website. So you can order, you can do curbside pickup, you can do delivery, carry out, you can buy gift cards and then use the gift cards when, um, when your favorite restaurant reopens for dining room service because it's all about cash flow. Restaurateurs want to take in cash flow so they can make the payroll for their team members because it's in the restaurant business, it's all about your team members, how good your operation runs, and you want to keep those team members. And that's what restaurateurs are trying to figure out right now. Let's get cash flow in here so I can pay our team members. That's Sam Toya. He is the president and CEO of the Illinois Restaurant Association.